0: Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, and today I'm very pleased to have a cannabis pioneer and comedian, film star, and everything else, Tommy Chong. Tommy, welcome to the program.
2: Hey, thanks a lot, Rhythm. Thank you for okay. having
1: me. Thank you. Uh, today I, I'm just going to start out and just get rid of the fanboy stuff. I'm a 56 year old man, I grew up with Cheech and Chong. Um, had your albums? Had to steal them from my brothers' uh, friends, just to listen to them. And uh, the only for- way, yeah, it was forbidden in my household. You know, my mom was, "What the hell are you <laughs> listening to, kid?" <laughs> yeah, it was that, cool. that was our
2: that was our magic sauce. You know, <laughs> record something that you're not supposed to hear, and everybody will hear it.
1: <laughs> All right, I love it. And um, and right when you guys came back in 2008, I believe um yeah we got back together yeah i went to your appearance at the knob hill masonic center in san francisco on sunday november 23rd 2008 i still have the ticket one of the greatest concerts i've ever seen and i was three three feet away oh
2: wonderful 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 i love that
1: so that's the fanboy stuff out of the way and now into some serious stuff um you guys, uh, you and Cheech have started a new store chain in five states, and it's going to be called Cheech and Chongs. Is that correct?
2: It's going to be Cheech and Chongs all the way. Yep.
1: All right, and you're going to be f- uh, featuring your uh, Tommy Chong's cannabis and Cheech Marin's uh, stash brand, and that's. It's going to
2: feature. Uh, it's going to feature our our uh, weed products. It's also going to feature our merch, uh, Cheech and Chong merch. It's also going to feature. You know, we're going to have. Uh, showings of the movies in, in different locations and oh we're just gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna conquer the world with Cheech and Chong. <laughs> I
1: love it. Um, any chance that that lowrider will be there where you hotboxed it in this movie? <clears throat> the
2: movie? The lowrider if you win yeah. a contest you know if the, if the Cheech and Chong uh, whatever venue wins the contest you're going to get the low rider and they're also going to get the ice cream truck and they're also <laughs> going to get the 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 van made out of, of marijuana I we're we're, we're gonna yeah that, that was the whole thing about uh, uh us waiting for the right time and now the the right time has come and and here we are
1: well the fans love it so um i always start up my interviews with um basic question what, what was your historical link to cannabis? When was the first time you tried cannabis in your
2: life? I remember very well. I was 17 years old. I was at a jazz club uh, in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a private club because, uh, you know, we had a very dry county in Calgary. <clears throat> you know, the bars would close at 12 midnight, actually 1130. You give the bartenders a chance to clean up the place. And so there's no drinking uh, after twelve, and and none at all on Sunday. Right. And so we had this little private jazz club, and, you know, they let musicians in if you carried your uh, your in like if you showed up with an instrument, then you got in free. And even though I didn't play jazz, I definitely uh, loved the, the club. And so I was at there one night, and uh, a, a bass player, a jazz bass player named Raymond Ma showed up, he just came from LA, he just came, he had a vacation in LA, he showed up and he handed me a a, a Lenny Bruce album, a comedy album, and a a joint, a marijuana cigarette. And I put the joint in my pocket and then Ray went, uh, lit up his own joint and I smoked pot for the first time that night. (laughs) And uh,
1: I was 17. Right on. Okay seems yeah. to be a common answer of the 17 to 18. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you just about the current social climate and what we're seeing right now. And so many interesting different upheavals happening, right? I'm a child of the late 60s and 70s. You were doing your thing back then. And I, I recognize Cheech and Chong, not just for the comedy, not just for the cannabis, not just for a lot of things. But I recognize it also as the time in which the american public saw different ethnicities being represented in film and in albums and at the time did you did you recognize how important that was to be represented well yeah
2: yeah i did i did in fact that 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 was why uh we went that route you know uh i was i've always been proud of who i was you know i was
0: when i was uh, uh,
2: quite young my mother well well you know we we were raised in a very racist uh, society in calgary alberta mm-hmm. and uh, they looked down on on anything brown or anything different you know it was a very cowboy white racist uh, uh, town sure. and so my mother warned me right away you know uh, before i went to school because you know uh, we we were terrorized when we were young uh, when we moved into our, our neighborhood, we moved into this, uh, that I remember, you know, I was what, six, five, six years old, and, uh, and we're, we were at a friend's house one night, you know, and it was in the country, so we're coming home, and we got uh, attacked, basically, by a group of uh, kids, boys, you know, older boys, and they were, like, kind of terrorizing us because of, of our nationality. And so when, when we, my brother and I, when we got home, my you know, we told my, my, my dad and my dad, you know, was like a little guy, but he was very athletic and very tough. He was five foot three, but tough as nails. And he, he, he chased after the boys. And I don't know if he caught him or not, but uh, we were never uh, terrorized after that. But uh, you know, I, I definitely grew up knowing that I was different, and my brother, being older, he, he fought his way to and from school almost yeah. every day, and so so we we knew exactly who we were, and uh, and and then we ended up meeting other people of the same problems or the same uh, color, yeah. and uh, and that's how I that's how we survived, you know. Uh, we had white friends, you know, we had, uh, but mostly. Uh, Japanese, Chinese, uh, Indian, you know, mm-hmm. native, uh, and, 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 that's, that was just a way of life. And so when I, my first band, uh, or, uh, you know, I, I used to play uh backup guitar for a singer. He was full blood, uh, Sarsi native. And, uh, and, and then, I, I met this black, uh, dancer. He was a football hero, Tommy Milton. And uh, he could sing. And so we put a, a, a trio together and we called ourselves the Shades because we were all different colors. That's a good and, one. And then the Shades became a band, uh, our, our, rock, uh, our first rhythm and blues band in Canada that I can, that I'm quite sure that that's the way it was. You know, first time, you know, black guys on stage in Canada. And so right from the beginning, you know, it was always. Uh, we always knew that we were different and we took advantage of it.
1: Right. Well, I think right now too, back then, let's say like 1971, 72, we had shows that were innovative, different, and they featured a lot of different uh, ethnicities on Chico and the Man, uh, Sanford and Son, uh, What's Happening, all these different things. And it was such a different, thing that most people hadn't seen before. And I view it right now as like, wow, this is an important time in our history. And it was a time when people were saying this integration is the best thing for us. We need to embrace all of this thing. And then it's just seemed to have drifted away. Um, do you think the early? 70s, well, it
2: depends, but, but yeah, go ahead. What, what you're, what you're saying there, you know, Chico and the man,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that was, uh, that was uh, uh, ripped up uh, our bit. Um, James right. Cormac, uh, Tartikoff uh, wanted uh, us to do a, a series, and he had uh, James Colmax, the writer of Chico and the Man, follow us around for three months, and and they created Chico and the Man because we turned. I turned it down. I turned down. I, I didn't want to I had do. No television. idea.
1: I had no yeah, idea. I
2: didn't. That. I didn't want to do television at that stage of our career, wow. because I knew it would be. We'd be over. You know. And, right. and we were just starting. And so so uh, when I turned it down, then Comax got a hold of uh, uh, the other guys. Uh, what was uh, his Freddy, name? Uh, Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince. Yeah. And it was a bit that Cheech and I did called uh, Pedro and, and, and Man. Pedro and Man was the name of our albums. Okay. And so uh, Jimmy Comax just took the whole thing and made Chico and the Man. And wow. he, and he called me up, you know, we never got paid or anything, but he, he called me up and he said, you know, sorry, <laughs> I ripped <laughs> you off, but that's, cool. <laughs> that's oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that was cool. And, yeah. uh, yeah. And, and so, yeah, when, 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 no, when Cheech and I started, I, I made a very conscious effort, uh, uh to, to really show off our our, our, our who we were as opposed to trying to be someone else.
1: Well, you did a good job of that one. You know, my family's from, uh, a lot of my family's from Chile. So we're immigrant family as well. You know, it's, and I know there was a lot of problems when my family moved here. That's since gone the wayside to a certain extent. Um, How do you think we're going to change permanently entrenched mindsets toward race and um, more extensively cannabis too? Because I think there is some... Oh, yeah,
2: Oh yeah. Well, nothing. Nothing is permanent, by the way. And and uh, the change. It, we're, we're we're actually changing back. You know, there was a time when when marijuana was considered a, a, a medicine, and right. was sold over the counter. And you know, we we they had the ten, what do you call it, the textures? You know, the oil yep. back back in the day, and they sold marijuana extract. Uh, you know, uh, cannabis extract. Um, and so we were actually in and out of it, you know, the thing is America became very racist right from the beginning, you know, starting with the slavery, you know, and then prohibition was another form of uh, racism because they they were uh, going against the Italians and the Germans and the French. And that's why they, you know, because the Germans and the French had their liquor, their alcohol. And and that's why that's why prohibition happened. Uh, And then when they had prohibition, then they started up the uh, the FBI and, you know, the cops. That's where the police force comes to enforce the racist laws, the racist. uh, What do you call it? Uh, 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 Prohibition laws. And then when prohibition ended, they needed another law. And so they created the the marijuana prohibition.
1: Another Uh,
2: another racist, another demon. Right. To, to, to to create the, the police force with and so we're now emerging out of that and and you know we, we, we all all this to the cell phone and to the computer because uh, now if you want to know something you don't have to rely on a newspaper article or, or someone to tell you a lie uh, you can google everything you need to know and right. that's why marijuana became became a medicine because they, you know, they found out that it, it, it helped people with ailments more than anything. That's where the uh, medical marijuana came because people needed their medicine. Right. And so, and, and so that, that's why I, uh, you know, my, my, I contend that all marijuana use is me- medical, you know, because whether you know it or not, you, you're taking a medicine, right, <laughs> you know? It's a medicine that'll help you sleep, help you eat. It'll it'll do so many good things for you.
1: Tommy Chong, you keep bringing back some really great memories and some really good times. Thanks for everything. But we're going to go to the next break here. And when we're back, we're going to talk a little more about Tommy's career and his new store chain, Cheech Chong's Cannabis. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be back to crave your sweet tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this.
1: so it seems like a smart investment. Look for Smart
2: Pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric
1: container. Find a store near you or order yours online at SmartPots.com.
0: Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: And we're back with Tommy Chong talking about cannabis, the Cheech and Chong Cannabis Stores, and so much more. What do you think the role of government should be going forward? This is a great eye-opener because I think that so much of the government is being looked at like now. It's like, what, what the fuck do people do? You know, why are you telling us how to live our lives? What's your feeling on that? Do you think the government is going to get diminished or they're just going to retreat and try to make themselves bigger?
2: Well, again, it's all about money. You know, you know, what's going to it's going to rely on the the bozos or what's his name? The Jeff. The, the billionaire that's oh, almost you know Bezos it's yeah. going to really uh, rely on the Bezos uh, 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 the the Bill Gates all those guys they they got more money than countries
0: and a they're lot the ones more. that are
2: see uh, you know you know my my solution is is that we pay we pay people to go to school yeah that's that's my solution we 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 yeah we get schools but we pay them a wage to go to school That's and we idea. teach them what we teach them, we pay them to learn. And if you want to work, yeah, okay, this is what you got to do. It's like the apprentice program, only only with everything where you're getting paid. You're actually getting paid because that will, in the long run, you know, that will, that will cure our, 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 our ills. And the wow. thing is, you know what we're learning? We're learning that war doesn't work. You know, killing doesn't work because what you do, do you destroy everything, and then you have to rebuild it. Okay, so you don't have to destroy it to do it. What you can do now, and we have the technology, by the way. We have AI, we have artificial intelligence. Now I have, I've heard people they're scared of it. Oh, they're going to do this. Oh, bullshit! Artificial intelligence is intelligence, and when you're intelligent, you don't destroy you build you create i i got I, I i'm going to tell you something you got a scoop now okay i'll take it <laughs> i figured out i figured out a way how the movie industry can save the world now you know how that's going to be uh, I'm, you know I'm you know all years you, you know when they did the, the big movies back in the day mgm they did uh, uh, moses uh, uh, you know uh, with the 10 commandments Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know what they did with the Ten Commandments? They hired the Egyptian army to be extras. Okay. Okay. They had enough money to hire an army. An army. Uh, My uh, my solution for this is to have the uh, uh, create a movie company uh, where you have a mogul like uh, Sam Goldwyn. And you do movies about what's going on in the world today. For instance, uh, you do a movie about the immigrants coming into America, okay? You hire all the immigrants, all the, the, the ones that are trying to get in. Uh,
1: the real immigrants, to, the guys who are in the process. The, the real.
2: You hire them as extras and, and crew members. What you do, you vet them. You, inter- you in- interview everybody that wants to come in. And then as they come in, they say, okay, uh, you're an extra. You're, you're, you're a baker. Okay, then you're going to be baking food. You're uh, whatever you are. And, 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 if, and if you're nothing or you're looking for a gig, then you're either an extra or you're an apprentice to some movie uh, guild. And mm-hmm. you hire everybody. And then you create a 10-year or maybe 20-year uh, series. Where where the series lasts that long, you know,
0: and and and
2: and then and what the movie is about, it's about what we're doing, you know, where we're creating a society. Now, one movie will be about creating a a a, a water treatment uh, program where you take the water from the ocean and you 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 create uh, 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 you you make desert. yeah, yeah. Well, you make drinking water, and, and, and yeah, uh, from the ocean. I, I, I designed a whole mountain with, uh, with the plastic waste and, and all the waste. We, we create mountains out of them. And then you pipe the water up to the top of the mountain, and then as it filters down, it filters. Or you, you create a clean water, and then it filters down, and the mountain itself creates a, 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 a recreation because that's one thing that we that we need to promote in the world is rec- like parks. Because that you know that's what they're worried about now is the uh, the uh, 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 Disney you know the tourist tourism because tourism really basically is recreation. People right. going on on vacation, you know that. And what do they do? They go to re- go to nice places, go to the beaches and so on. And so what what I want to do is create. Uh, oasis in 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 these areas like in syria for instance because the syrian uh revolution started because the farmers uh there was a drought farmers had to move into the towns there was no work there was no uh ability so they had a revolution because they saw the everybody at the top were living great and everybody at the bottom were, were starving like the, the french revolution you know that's right. what happened there and and so what I say we can do that with movies, with movies, and have a movie company all over the world uh, uh, doing, creating. And what you do, you create movies about the problems that you have. I saw a movie last night. It was uh, John. Uh, uh, what's it? Oh, God, my memory's bad today. A Stewart, you know yeah. his movie that he did. Oh yeah. Did yeah, you yeah, see yeah. it yet?
1: No, I haven't. I've have seen you seen that movie? Previous. Okay. No.
2: It's a, it's a great movie and what it does, it, it sort of, it, it creates a, an answer to the political system that we're doing he, here. Basically the movie is about a, a, a guy, a, 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 what do you call it? Um, he's, a uh, political, op,
1: Operative.
2: A democratic political guy. Yeah. And, and he sees this guy that would make it, we can make him a star. And so anyway, he, he, he makes him a he, – he runs for mayor in a small town. And then they have the opposition, the Republican Party, trying to get, keep their mayor in town. Anyway, I won't ruin the movie for you, but it's all about fixing the political system. So, and, and he does it with a movie. And so my, my, my plan is to fix the world with a movie because what you need – you need a czar. You need someone that says, okay, this is the way it has to be, period. There's no voting and no, uh, you know, we, we should do this as to, you know, you can have all that. But, it, it, but it's but it got to, see, in the old days, if you watch any of the old movies, they had a moral code. And you weren't, you know,
1: people oh, yeah, that weren't thought, married weren't supposed to sleep together and all that. Yeah, the, Ho- well, the Hollywood code. Yeah, I remember. That
2: That's right. That's right. And it affected the civilization, you know, yeah. because people, you know, they, they, they get influenced by that. You know you know that's what it is, and that's what's happening now. You see we've got a president in there that is such a terrible example for a human being, let alone a president you good, know good that point, he's, that it's it's causing it's causing all this problems with the police with everybody we need we need people in there that have uh uh, uh morals, you know, and you can do that with movies and and movies take years. to to make and so
1: so can i propose a name for this the chong initiative or chong immigration initiative
2: (laughs) the movie (laughs) yeah no i want to i want to be no i i want to be a mogul i want (laughs) to be a movie mogul uh you know the the chong studios yeah that's what i would wouldn't mind I, i like to be a movie but you see what what happens see we can you know, like if you're shooting a movie and you want to use uh, an immigrant, okay, what you do, you say you go to the immigration, say I need this guy, and boom, you fly him over, you take care of his uh, all his needs, his yeah. legal needs, his his food, everything. It's we can do brilliant. that with, with immigrants and and vet them and put them in the right places, and then and then when you're finished with the movie, they can either stay or go home or do whatever they want. In the meantime. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we fill up the guilds, all the movie guilds are filled with, with people, you know, uh, the extra guilds, the uh, screen actors, all that. They get, they're get they getting money, they're creating, and, and they're also organizing. You know, they keep everybody organized. And then there's a health system. You get a, immediately, when you're a movie, you get health care. Yep. Uh, you know, they have get to your, keep you get healthy. Your
1: get your SAG benefits.
2: That's right. That's right. And so do that with the whole fucking world. I love Why it. not? Why so, not? I, and so that's my
1: plan. So Tommy, let's, let's move on to another subject. What do you think the future yes. of cannabis is? I mean, the real future. I mean, obviously I think we're going down the right path. Everything's getting better and your stores are opening and, but where do you think it is? It, I view it like a CVS. I think your your store, the stores are going to be like more of a grocery store thing. What, what's your take on that? Absolutely, absolutely. Because what Some, happens? Something when for it, everyone. When when you when you
2: when you promote a product that affects the brain and, and like creates computers and everything else, what we're going to do? We're going to have a, a, a civilization that is so well versed in every aspect of our lives you know look at look at the health aspect of it, yeah, you yeah. get the munchies, but if you eat the right food and you do the right exercise, it works in your favor. You know right. what I'm saying, but yep. the other thing that that we have to yeah, so the future of, of of marijuana is is the humans catching up to the to the to the benefits of marijuana yeah. the marijuana won't change, it hasn't changed in. A, a, a zillion
1: years. We no, have to change. We have. To We're change. the ones that have to change. That's yeah. right. So, um, you're I'm going to mention your stores again. They're going to be called Cheech and Chong's um cannabis emporium, or what are you going to be calling them? <clears throat> yeah, Cheech and Chong dispensaries, or yeah, they're Cheech and Chongs. Cheech and Chongs. Okay, cool.
2: <laughs> Cheech and Chongs. And,
1: and and for the listeners, at this stage in your life. Do you feel like um, this is your legacy project, the one you're leaving behind to really leave your your mark, so it carries on? Absolutely, abs, absolutely, right, on.
2: absolutely. We want to create a space where people come for knowledge, for right. knowledge. You know, I love it. and so we'll have the we'll have the latest books, the latest movies, we'll have the latest fashion, we'll have the latest whatever. You know, it's not just you know get high and go sit in an alley with you know with your with your buddies and listen to Cheech and Chong tapes. It's like coming into a nice space, uh, you know. And the spaces are all going to be different. I, I imagine tree houses. I imagine homeless shelters. I imagine all sorts of uh, creations. That's another thing I create. I'm creating too is homeless shelters because really? I think homeless shelters are, are needed.
1: You know Yo, where you damn can, right
2: where you don't. Yeah, you know, you don't have to be stuck with a mortgage and a, a three-piece, you know, three-bedroom uh, house because, you know, the poor people, they they do it all the time. You need a place to cook, you need a place to sleep, and you need a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and that's what I want to do. No, marijuana, like it's done me. Look, look what marijuana's done for me. I've got, I don't even have a high school education. I tried to get one in prison, but I I couldn't get past uh, algebra. (laughs) (laughs) Put you in a big group with a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they they wanted me to to cheat. They said, put down anything and we'll give you your thing. I said, I can't cheat for a, a jailhouse. (laughs) <laughs> A <That's> diploma. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather go around and say that I, I failed it and I, and I did I failed it but look at me look, look at what I've accomplished and okay, it's you're... all because I smoked it's all because of that first day I smoked marijuana in the jazz club uh, when, when I, uh, when I, in the jazz club after I smoked marijuana I realized that what I needed to do was get out on the, in the world and learn something learn how to play blues guitar, you know, learn how to do do what I'm doing. And, and, and I left all the doors open, you know, I never, you know, like I see kids now, you know, my dad wants me to be a lawyer, you know, so they try their best, you know, all that stuff. I got a kid right now. uh, He's got a degree in music, but Mm -hmm. because there's no music going on, there's no money I'm supporting him. And he's, he's in, he was in Mexico, uh, with his son, and they're surfing, and, and you know, and, and the first impulse was, oh, he needs to get a job. He, ah, fuck that, he doesn't need to get a job. I can support him. And he beautiful. he got a degree. He's got a degree. That's good enough for me.
0: He, yeah, he showed that. me
2: that he he can do that, and so I support him. And then when he comes to town, I'll probably see what he wants to do and if he wants to uh you know get get it work with me in the, with a the marijuana fine if not i'll put him in a band with me you know but there's no you, you know that old that's what marijuana did to me man
1: yeah. i got
2: money i'll spend it i'll spend it on my family
1: in a, in a heartbeat yeah you know? yeah i've read your bio man you have had not only just your comedy career but you had a Music in the top twenty, I think you had a top twenty hit. Yep. In yep. the late sixties, um, you've done a, a lot of stuff. One thing I did read that I found fascinating was during your filming of all the Cheech and Chong movie, you were you were never high during that, right? But you brought all your experience yeah. to it. But but you had to concentrate during those times, and you had to work, right? And I think and it's know, an important got- message.
2: We only got high uh, before we watched dailies, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. And when I was directing, uh, you know, I never, I, I don't think I smoked hardly at all when I directed any of the movies. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I, and, and when I was in prison, I, I went three years without getting high, you Yeah. know, and, and they, they, they offered me joints and I, I didn't need it. No, no, it's, it's a medicine. You only take your medicine when you need
1: it. It's been a beautiful time. Tommy, thank you so much for your your movies, your comedy, your albums. You've made a, made okay. a, a okay, big, bro. big difference. Thanks, man. Okay, Bye-bye. thank you. And as always, today's program of Days Infused has been brought to you by Shuggies. The sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. That's S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com you can find Shuggy's in a dispensary near you in California. Tommy Chong, it's been a wonderful, wonderful interview, and thank you for supporting Day's New Fuse. The opinions expressed
2: on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily
1: reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com.